to Z Sports Live. We stream it live on YouTube. We on Facebook. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! Oh, yeah. One down. One down. A big one. Trade day, baby. The Cowboys had their state of the team presser yesterday. And we'll talk about it a little bit. We'll also talk about the other updates that surrounded that state of the unit press conference, including one Trayvon Diggs. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Now, it wasn't all good news, unfortunately. But, hey, that's what happens, right? That's that's just life. That's just sports. Everything's not always going to be hunky-dory. So we'll touch in, touch base with all those type of things. And then tomorrow... We will get an update with our guy Patrick Nosey Walker on the first day of training camp, which starts today. Mm, I'm excited, man. A lot to talk about over the next couple of weeks. And football, Cowboys football is officially back. What's good, Bomb Squad? Bomb Squad! Y'all ready, man? Y'all excited? Y'all hype? I get that we won't really see it, uh, you know, the actual football games until what, 43 days, which is. Kind of crazy. But for me, uh, for the diehards, this is where the season begins. This is where you start to gain that momentum and you start to put that flag down that, hey, man, we really want to get this thing done. And for the Cowboys, the standards are always high, but especially this year because I think we have an extremely complete team. I think we can do something special. Uh, But it starts at camp. It starts right now. And those guys talked about it a little bit at the presser, which I'll say this, and I said it on Twitter. I thought the presser was a little bit of a snooze fest. But I think that's a good thing. Last year and the years before, there was too much drama. And there wasn't a whole lot of drama that needed to be dragged out in this presser uh, yesterday. And, and I appreciate that from a Cowboys fan's perspective. Because for years, we always have something crazy going on that they're talking about there. Last year, it was all the guys that left and Ari Cooper and all this and that. This year, it's... Well, Zach Martin show up. Zach Martin's not missing no damn games. But, you know, that's really the extent of the drama here with the Cowboys. And for Dallas, man, look, take that. Take that one, bro. Take that one. All right. A lot to get to. Um, I, I want to talk to y'all about the contract as well. If you want to call it, it ain't got to just be the contract. It can be whatever's on your mind, whether it be a quote that came from the press conference or from the players or whatever. So call in 351 999 Eight seven, and let's get this camp kickoff uh, conversation going. And then tomorrow we'll talk about what happened at practice today. Let's get into this roundup, Cowboys Nation. It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It is time for it's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Let me talk to you. Big Zach, El Presidente, unfortunately, is holding out. Now, that is the, uh, and in in this roundup, it's not going to be a a glowing roundup. That is the unfortunate news coming out of yesterday, right? Which got supplanted by the contract extension, which we'll get to here in a second. But it is official. Apparently, Zach Martin will be holding out. We'll see how long this holdout is going to be. 
Um, I do know this mandatory to report to camp yesterday and, and fines can be had. Now, I don't know if you guys remember this. Years ago, players used to do this very frequently. And what would happen is teams would find them. I'm using air quotes. Y'all can't see me. Teams would find them. Right. And then they come to an agreement. And when they got back to camp, teams would say, ah, you know what? We'll pay for the fines. We'll get rid of the fines. If I'm not mistaken, I think in the new CBA, the teams can't do that anymore. So if Zach is truly holding out, he will be fined and uh, that will stick. Now, if he holds out and he gets the the, the contract, it, it probably won't matter as much. And Jerry Jones did come out and say, you know, he is in the plans. And what I appreciate about it is he didn't go on and on about the situation. He understood what's going on and it will get this worked out. And I truly do believe they will. Uh, I don't believe Zach Martin's missing any games. I'm not worried about him doing that, but I would like him to be in camp at some point, hopefully within the next week. I don't want him out for weeks at a time. If it were to go that long, that would suck, but it's Zach Martin we talk about. I think he'd be fine. So I'm not really panicking about this situation because I don't believe he's going to miss games. The only way I would panic is if Zach Martin misses games. That's it. That's all. In fact, I'm more worried about or annoyed with this. So J. Lou, we knew was going to start off on the pup list. Okay, so he's on a physically unable unable to perform list. And we had a great conversation with DP yesterday where, hey, look, man, if these young bucks step up and they're showing, you know, their worth, I don't think it's a bad idea to kind of just, hey, Keep, get, keep J. Lou on the pup list. He's still going to stick around. He's going to practice. He's going to be at camp. Uh, but no need to take him off if he's, you know, not 100% mentally or what have you. Or physically, obviously, if he's not 100% physically, there's an argument you can make to just move along. But if he's, if he's on that, hey, I'm good physically, but I see you guys are, these young bucks are doing well. If you need me to stay in the tuck, hey, J. Lou, you, how you foot feeling? Oh, I'm good, Coach. No, no, no. How you foot for that? Oh, wink, wink. Start the season on pup list. If you don't like what you're seeing from the Young Bucks, cool. J. Lou comes and starts for the regular season or, or at some point in the regular season. So J. Lou is not a surprise. However, Luke Schoolmaker, you know, he still got some winning over to do. I was just talking to Eric. Shout out to Eric. He's our new sales guy. Big E is what I call him. <laughs> Big E. But we was talking uh, the other day, and he was he was he was really he was like, "Come on, Sky, get t- talk with me and Luke." I said, "Man, I ain't sold yet. I'm not sold yet." Okay, Luke Schoolmaker has a lot of selling to do to Cowboys Nation. To some, uh, not not all, but but to some of Cowboys Nation, and I am included in that. I am an av- y'all know me. I said it. On the show, I've, I've been saying it since then. I would have won a different direction in round two, uh, especially when it came out that, he, you know, not came out. Just go look at his injury report. He was a hurt guy. You know, he, he, was, he was a bit of a hurt guy, you know, from co- from high school to college, shoulder injury, leg injury. And apparently this is kind of another one of those uh, Walesco situations. He was drafted with the understanding he had. Was it Liz, Liz Frank? Something like that. He had a foot injury, okay? So, if you if you know he's got a foot injury, you know, he's 25, why, why, you know? 
just why. So this is not good for Luke. Luke missed uh, a good portion of OTAs in minicamp with the foot, or he wasn't fully available, which is a huge setback for a rookie, especially at tight end. This is why, you know, buy the Jake Ferguson stock, Cowboys Nation. Buy the Jake Ferguson stock. This is why I was never like, hey, man, Luke going to come in here and just take away a tight end one. Tight ends in general have a hard time year one being that impactful. Now, if they're tight end two, maybe a different story. But coming right in and being that guy at tight end one. <clears throat> so buy that that Jake Ferguson stock, man, because I think he, you know how I feel about Jake. I think he's tight end one. I think he's going to be a fantastic tight end one for the Cowboys. Damn it, you don't want your second round pick being a backup. So as much as I love Jake, at some point I am rooting for Luke to 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 push him. You know, I don't want my second round pick to be a tight end two or three for his career. So that that pick still looks like a questionable one. Uh, we wish him a speedy recovery. He's on the NFI list, by the way, y'all. Uh, non-football injury list, which you can put them on the NFI list if they have that injury coming into the uh, to the season, or sorry, coming in out of the draft, I should say. So NFI for Luke Schoolmaker, no bueno, and the pup list for J. Lou, but J. Lou apparently is doing well in his rehab and and and, and coming back. So keeping my eye on this situation. Um, if if Luke is still nursing that injury, it's very possible. One of two things. They go into free agency and look for another veteran tight end and they just put Luke on pup or uh, IR or what have you. Or maybe one of these other guys steps up. Noah Fant. Keep saying Noah Fant. Princeton Fant. Maybe they look at a Hunter Lipke as a guy that can do some of that H-back stuff and they say we'll roll with three tight ends and we'll go four running backs. But, you know, this injury to Luke or this nagging injury to Luke could have a domino effect on the rest of the offense from a personnel standpoint, not necessarily from a, what we want to do standpoint, but a personnel standpoint bonus roundup. The Cowboys did sign cornerback. I think it was Josh Butler. Make sure I got that name, right? Yes. Josh Butler, USFL cornerback. Uh, they worked him out, signed him the same day to complete their 90 man roster. So the Cowboys are at 89 players. They are now at 90 players. Uh, here's a little bit of of Josh Butler statistics from the USFL season per our guy, John Oni, who I'm trying to get on the show here to talk more ball. Uh, he was targeted 50 times. He allowed 28 receptions, 363 yards, four touchdowns, 104 pass rating, and recorded five forced incompletions. I'm trying to veer away from the term camp body because it, it feels disrespectful. So what I'm going to say is this is a roster filler and we'll see what happens with Josh Butler. Oh, but that ain't the cornerback we want to talk about today. No, sir. No, sir. Our guy Trayvon Diggs was extended, uh, was extended yesterday, five year deal. And here is the details of said deal. He'll get five years, $97 million. million guaranteed up to 104 total if he hits all of incentives. 21.25 million at signing. God damn it, this is such an amazing deal. Let me do two things here. I did this on Vacha's show and I want to do it here. I want to give 
kudos to both parties here. Kudos to the front office because this is another hat tip to them this offseason. I think this is an offseason where these guys are moving better. They're moving different and they're moving much better than I thought they've moved in previous years from acquisitions to doing things they haven't done in decades, like drafting a big tackle like Mozzie Smith to getting in front of a guy like Trayvon Diggs and doing so to the point where it's not setting the market. And that's where I want to give a hat tip and kudos to Trayvon Diggs. Vach asked me yesterday, what do you think this means for Diggs? Like, why do you think Diggs accepted this and not setting the market? Well, I think he wanted to be here. Uh, you know, I, I think he understands the market. I think he is comfortable with $42 million guaranteed. Who wouldn't be? Right? So I am pleased that this got done because this was the one I thought would be really hard. But he was the one, if you guys remember when we talked about these contracts, where he was the one that you almost needed to get done because he didn't have anything to fall back on. There was no, oh, Trayvon Diggs, you know, has a fifth year option. There was no, oh, well, like the tight ends and the running backs, we can just tag him for cheap. Nah, a tag was going to cost you roughly $20 million. Now you extend him. So essentially you get six years out of him because you, you count this year and you can push these cap hits down the road. Now we'll, we'll get the details of the cap hits as they move forward here, but you're getting Trayvon Diggs for less than $20 million APY. That is amazing. Cowboys nation. That is amazing for a guy. That's a ball Hawk like this. A core four is what I call it. One of those core guys on your defense playmaker, all pro pro bowler. You know, one of only three guys that have seven, 15 plus interceptions in the first three seasons of their career. Low key is trajectory you know, is, is is potentially going to go to a point where you might have to start talking about him in his era, but he has to continue to play that way. And yeah, I know there's going to be some naysayers. There's going to be people, oh, well, he, you know, he didn't tackle George Kittle. He didn't, he didn't catch the interception. Look, if you're going to judge the man off of a play or two and just completely disregard his entire body of work, you probably shouldn't be watching sports. You probably shouldn't. Trayvon Diggs absolutely deserved every single last cent of that penny, uh, uh, every single last cent of that contract. Without a shadow of a doubt. So shout out to the Cowboys and shout out to Trayvon Diggs for coming together and understanding what's in front of them, right? Understanding that, hey, I want to be here at camp. I want to get this done. I, I don't want to hold anything back I think there's something special brewing here on this defense. Let's go out here and get and, and get this thing. Let's get this six. So salute to them, man. Salute to them. We got a couple callers on the line. I know y'all probably want to talk about this dig, Diggs contract, and that's what we'll do here. And um, we'll also briefly touch on what was said at the presser and things surrounding uh, the presser. But let's go ahead and hit the lines first. We had Joe Sandberg on the horn. Joe, what's good with you, man? Dude, I was at work when this Diggs deal got done. And the one thing I love about this, the front office actually did well from the scouts of actually getting quarterback one and keeping him. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, they definitely they, they definitely did that, Joe. 
And the thing I love about this is also if you're going to go about stats, like what he did against Justin Jefferson, there's like a plethora of receivers that he had to go up. Yeah, yeah they got their one catch, but it wasn't like they went crazy against Diggs at all. No. I mean, not These cra- are all crazy. Guys gonna be paid. It was shut down. I mean, Trayvon Diggs versus Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, he played those guys in three games, two for Jefferson and one against Chase. They got seven receptions for 35 yards. Yeah, but if you want to talk about Trayvon tackling, one of the key get, one of the key tackles was actually him tackling Jamar Chase. Yeah, oh, his tackling improved immensely last year, immensely. Uh, it was it was questionable when the season started, like literally the first game, uh, because they were running right to that side, pulling guards and whatnot. But I, I would love to see any cornerback have to take on a damn guard or tackle when you're getting pulled. But when it came to actually tackling a receiver or a running back out in space, Trayvon Diggs improved. I don't know how you're watching Trayvon Diggs and you you don't see that. Yeah, and that's I've just seen him just improve every year since he's been in the league. Yeah. This is – I haven't seen this happen, like, from a cornerback perspective, like, around the league. And the fact is that we don't have to look for a cornerback one in a round one in the draft, I feel – believed indeed joe appreciate you calling in man no problem salute yeah man that, that that is a very good point by joe he's also improved every year right so this contract could eventually get to a point where it's a bargain i already think it's a bargain personally uh-oh are we are we good check check all right that was weird <laughs> that was really weird. All right, here we go. This is what I was trying to pull up here. Highest ball hawk rate amongst cornerbacks since 2021. Trayvon Diggs, 21.5%. Meaning, when he's targeted, he's either breaking up a pass or intercepting a pass on 21.5% of his targets, which is number one over that period. Everything you look at, whether it be film, whether it be advanced stats, whether it be analytics, whatever you want to look at, Trayvon Diggs is him. Not debatable. Not debatable. Now, is he a perfect player? No. No, there is no such thing as a perfect player. But this is a young ascending player that you got under wraps for the next five to six seasons if you count this year. So anybody displeased with this, you just looking at this thing way wrong, man. Good morning, OG. How you doing, B Bert? I'm doing good, man. It's a great day to be in cow- be a cowboy, man. After signing Diggs, who who has slowly became my favorite player on the team, and I think part of that is is because I think uh, while everybody gives him his accolades as far as cowboy fans, I really think he's still underrated to cowboy fans. I've heard cowboy fans in the offseason talk about, hey, what if we trade uh, Diggs, or or hey, why don't we just not sign Diggs? Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. You're not gonna sign a guy that shut down Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and Cooper Rush all but for one play. Um, this, this, that's we don't we sleep on that, and people say that, but those are those two young wide receivers are two of the best in the game right now, and he shut them down to nothing, man. Scary Terry. That, that's I've one seen of the him most do it to him. I've seen fashion. him do it to Evans. Yeah, and, and it's even more so more guys that he shuts down, man. It's this guy. To me, and I'm going to – he's 
so this is uh, take CD Lamb, and you say CD Lamb is a great player. And so I always thought that you no, know, Diggs got to come. No matter what, Diggs more important to me than CD Lamb. And so this is what I would say. So since CD Lamb, who's uh, when when did we have somebody with the productivity of CD Lamb? Where well, we had Cooper. Okay, well who we had before that? Where well, we had Diggs. Well, who we had before that? We had Miles Austin and To. All the way back to uh, Michael Irvin, right? We've had some number one wide receivers that came in and gave us productivity. But the only persons between Diggs. You stop at Deion Sanders, and that's the last cornerback we had of that ilk, man. You don't let a guy. That's a generational type guy, man. You don't let that guy go, man. Again, I said that you know, as far as his job doing his job, he does his job better than anybody on the Dallas Cowboys, and that's just what it is. And I'm talking about we can talk to Mike, we're talking about Michael Parsons and everything. We can talk about uh, Dak. We can talk about anybody. He is better at his position than anybody else on that team, man. And so it, I think we sleep on him as a as a as a as fan base. The Cowboys gladly didn't do that, man, because this guy is special, man. He's just not a, a good cornerback or or yeah, we can you know he's good. No, he's great, man. This guy takes the ball away at a level that nobody else has. Then they brought up a stat after he took it away about giving up yardage. He corrected that, and wow, I haven't heard that stat about anybody else. Yeah, this year. you know how that go. Uh... Garbage yeah. time numbers and, and yards given. All these random stats that pop up when it's a Cowboy player. But guess what? When he wasn't leading the league in that in that number last year, nobody said anything about it, which is wild to me. All he's ever done was step up to every challenge that we've that we've ever that the league has ever given him, man. And I just hope that he continues to uh blossom, man. I, I am a huge dig fan, man. And I'm just when I my son texted me that yesterday and I was really excited because I was like, Whoa, that's the one I wanted to get done. I was a little bit more afraid of that than any than any other contract. So hey, I'm glad I, they got it done, man. It's a great day. This off season has been great. This front office has changed, and I want to just give some some. I want to, I don't know it, but I want to give some uh, some some. Uh, I want to give big ups to Mike McCarthy because I think that you know he's part of the voice that's changing things around there. And so, man, that's all I wanted to say, man. I'm just happy that the guy got signed, man. I'm happy that the Cowboys value him, and I want the Cowboy fans to open their. Don't look at that last game, man. Look at look at his body of work, man, and just look at what this guy's done since he's been here. He's been a rock at that cornerback, not just a shutdown guy, but also giving us the ball back, man, which is totally invaluable. But anyway, I just wanted to say that, Scott, and I just listened uh, off air, man. Appreciate, Appreciate the call, B-Bert. Yeah, man. When look, turn, turnovers are king. You can't you can't you can't undervalue that, man. You know, the Cowboys don't lead the league in turnovers back-to-back years without Trayvon Diggs. And he's improving as a cover guy as well. That's scary. And now he's got Stephon Gilmore on the other side. Woof. Come on, man. Fantastic day. And it, it definitely because it doesn't set the market. It's it's not something. So I don't want to hear any, oh, this guy's overpaid or this or that. None of it. I don't want to hear none of it. He's not in the top three i don't think in anything i mean he might be up there in in, in the total guarantees but I, I don't even know if that's the case you know i looked at the numbers i think he's roughly around four and five in almost every category whether it be value whether it be uh apy signing bonus they did not break the bank and uh shout out to des because i believe it was des who he was said he wasn't trying to give a lot of information out he said that look i don't think Diggs is trying to beat him up over top of the head he just want to get what's fair to him and he got what's fair, man. So, you know, shout out to Stephen Jones, who I thought was going to be, you know. It's all about the money. 
Oh, Steven is Vince. He just is, man. Uh, I got a couple here, but but I want to I want to get into these notes prior to getting to some of the heavy hitters, just because I know we could talk for a bit. So let me get the three one four real quick. What's good, three one four? Hey, CT man, man, you gotta lock me in, man. CT, let me see. Here. Let me save you, brother. Set name. What's good, man? Bro, I don't know why we keep doubting these folks, but since February, since we lost. And we signed Dan Quinn. They've been proving us wrong all offseason. Who? And what has proven us wrong? We talking about the front office. Like we've been doubting them from previous years. No, we had no. No, 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 no. Don't, don't say doubting. Say putting the pressure on them, and they're finally uh, living, doing those things, right? Because I mean, it's right. not about doubt when when the when the evidence is there that they haven't moved this way. Now they're moving this way. We should give them kudos, but I don't think they're proving anybody wrong. In fact, they're proving us right that if you go out there and you trade for these type of veterans or make these type of moves, this makes your team better. If you do get ahead of all pros like Trayvon Diggs, this this does good things for your team. I, I think they're proving us right. Well, I'm going to speak for myself then because I didn't think they would do half the things they did this offseason, if you're being honest. It's not about believing if they would. It's not about believing if they would. It's about understanding that these are the things they should do. And we've been screaming for them to do for how many years, CT? Can't count, Sid. Exactly. Since 95. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just, I'm I'm proud of them, man. They got me, this shit, like, it's like every month they do something that keep putting the meter towards thinking that it's the word, but I ain't going to say it. I'm still not going to say it to me that, but it just feels good. Yeah, they got one of the they got one of the best teams I think in the league, man. You feel me? I appreciate it. Have a good one, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm with you, fresh. And is this the fresh? We got a couple freshers here. Ain't seen fresh in the grip. He said, uh, "We've been holding the front office accountable." Facts. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Facts. Hold them accountable, and when they start to do these things. When they start to do these things that some of these other Super Bowl winning or Super Bowl participating organizations are doing, yeah, you got to give them some some credit. And and that's what I'm going to do here. We got to give them credit, man. This offseason, they've been truly moving better. And you ha- you love to see it. You love to see it. All right, one more. Then we're going to get to some of these, uh, call it nuggets, whatever you want to call it, from the presser. What's good, 803? Eight oh three. I'll come back to you, man. I'll give you another shot. Twan, what up? Sky, what's up, baby? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Just like the previous caller just said, I feel like they proved they proved me wrong. At least I'm not even gonna sit here and lie. And I'm I'm so happy about the trade digs contract. I also feel like shit, it is a bargain, but I feel like he deserves a little bit more money, but I ain't going to be mad at it because I'm just glad we got it done. But I think it's a fair deal. Different office, well. no, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's really a fair deal, but I feel like he should have got a little bit more guaranteed. That's just that's just me. That's, that's honestly just me because he, he, he's worth that. I honestly think Trey is a top three corner. 
That's that's my honest to God opinion. I think he's a top three corner, and I think he he, he should have got a little bit more money. But I mean, years down the line, if it's you look, look at, like a steal. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the guarantee, it's, it is top three. Oh, it is. Yeah. You got Ward Humphrey got and then, yeah, Ward Humphrey and then I believe Diggs. Oh, say less, and I put my foot in my mouth. I take that then. Wait a minute, wait a minute, I wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 I'm lying. I'm lying. He's he's fifth. He's fifth. So he's top five. He's top five. I think I got us. We got to see what the practical guarantee is. But right now he'd be five. My apologies. Okay. Okay. And but yeah, I I, I kind of agree with the last caller. So I ain't gonna lie. I feel like they they showed us something they don't usually do, even though we have been putting the pressure on them. So two things yes. can be true. Two well, things, I think it's I think it's all on your mental. Like y'all said, individually, y'all believe they wouldn't do these things. And if if your pro if your mental processing going in and saying they're not going to do this, then yeah, they proved y'all wrong. My situation wasn't yeah. for me personally. What they are not going to do is what they should do. Their history has shown us what they weren't going to do, but for I've been pounding the table every single offseason. I know y'all ain't done it this way, but y'all should should be doing it this way because X, Y, Z. But if you're going into it saying, hey, man, they ain't going to do this, yeah, then, yeah, they proved you wrong. Yeah, yeah, and I, 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 I feel the same way he feels as well with saying, like, man, I don't want to say it, but, we got a, like I told you yesterday, Scott, we got a real good chance, Scott. Like we got a, that just get get us over the hump. Honest to God. Just get us over the hump. Or McCarthy. Dak been here for eight years. So, you know, it's McCarthy's baby now. Yeah. So somebody gotta help us get over the hump. Some somebody. No, but that's all I that's all I got for you, Scott. All right, man. Speaking Peace. of one Mike McCarthy, let's get into some of these nuggets that we found out. Uh, at the press conference, which starting, I believe, with my cousin. Terrence Steele. It's ready to go. He would not be put on the pup list. And for me, it's a huge deal. And it's something that you should be happy about. Uh, not necessarily spun in a negative fashion. This is showing that he's progressing well and he hasn't had any setbacks. Now, they did say they're going to be smart with him. I don't think they're just going to, hey, hey Terrence, go, <laughs> go out there and just hit everybody right away. They're probably going to ease my man back into this thing. But the fact that he's ready to go, he's been medically cleared and physically cleared. If you guys heard those whistles going on in the back of the, uh, while they were talking, that was them having their physical, I don't want to say checkups, but they were having physical tests. And he passed that. So I love to hear that still is going to be good to go and he's going to be motivated as well being in a contract year if they don't extend him but we'll get to that in a second then you got the Zach Martin situation so Zach Martin is going to be out we don't know how long he's going to be out hopefully not too long but in the meantime his placeholders will be Matt Forniak Josh Ball Look, man, like like every one of these players, whether I believe they're good players or bad players or good players or bad players, they're going to make the team or not make the team. I'm rooting for them to do well. And we know Forniak, he, he's he's been on this team for three years now. He's had in-game experience. Uh, I think he's going to make the roster just because he has that flex. But it's Ball I'm talking about here. Josh Ball is out the door for about 99.9% of us. 
but I would not be upset to see Josh Ball show some momentum, some progression from the guard position. And even if you do cut him, then you can bring him back on the practice squad and say, hey, man, that momentum you had in camp and preseason, let's see if you can carry that over in case we need you. But damn, I don't want to see Josh Ball out there doing the regular season. <laughs> Come on, Zach. Come on, man. Come on back, dog. We sorry. We sorry. You want to talk about leverage? Yeah, Zach. You know what? We don't need to pay you. We got Josh Ball, Matt Forniak. Who and who? The dude that gave up 13 pressures and six quarterback hits in three games? And Josh Ball? Oh, all right. Yeah, this ain't, the, this ain't the Tony Pollard situation in Zeke, you know, years ago where you, TP showed you that TP was nice like that. And they legitimately could have went into that season and had TP toting that rock. But they caved. Nonetheless, man, let's see what Forniak and Ball got. Because this is a good chance for them to gain momentum, you know, personally. And then when, when Zach gets back, they, they go back to the bench. But according to the reports, the line will be Tyron Smith at left tackle, Tyler Smith at left guard, Biotish at center. One of these two dudes swapping in and out for Martin. And then whenever they get ready to go, it'll be Terrence Steele. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, we'll know today later on, it'll be, uh, well, let's go. Well, let's go will be the right tackle until Terrence Steele gets the full go back in the lineup. But I think they're going to ease Steele in there. We'll see today. That'll, that'll tell us. I know we'll get reports on it. And then Diggs. Diggs got the contract. But according to Stephen Jones, man, if he feels good where they're at, he thinks that these guys can get more done. And I actually expect them to get another one done. You know, I think it was uh, Dave Hellman who had dropped the nugget that reminded me back in 2019. They signed three of their big guys. They signed Zeke. You know, they signed Collins and they signed Jalen Smith. Not the greatest. They didn't work out like that, but they did sign three massive extensions in that offseason and i wonder if the same thing can be had here but here's steven jones talking about the contract situation i actually feel really good uh, about where we are uh, not only in the intermediate but also the long term i think our contracts are all structured in a good way and we're very motivated uh, to sign these young guys that's certainly uh, why you hope to have success and uh, i think we have had success drafting uh, you know in terms of the young players that we kind of got coming up, whether it's a Diggs or a Lamb or a Micah or uh, a Steele or whoever may be coming up. Certainly, it'd be a big plus if we could look up here and get one uh, or two of these guys uh, signed to longer-term deals. And, you know, we've always got our eye on the ball. I think it's funny. He, he brought up all those young guys. Now, obviously, you can't re-sign. You, you can't sign Tony Pollard because Tony Pollard signed the franchise tag. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but it would not shock me if they got digs done, they turn around and get a Terrence Steele done, or they turn around and they get CD Lamb done. If you get these guys done, I think they'll revisit the big dudes like that, like Zach Martin and then Dak later on. But if you get these young guys done, you can go ahead and check them off the list, and you don't got to worry about the guys that are going to be here long term, right? So I expect one of these ones to get done. One that won't though is Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard signed the franchise tag and didn't make a big fuss about it. He is in unison with his running back brethren. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was on the call. They did like a Zoom call or something like that. But what I respect about TP, he got that franchise tag back in March. He signed that franchise tag back in March. There was no 
playing around. And then he kept working hard. He kept going to rehab. He, he came into to OTAs, mini camp, and now he's in training camp. He's not out here making a big hoopla out of not getting a long-term deal. And I love to see it. So, you know, Tony Pollard, you got to like that from him. But Stephen Jones, again, very transparent, talking about how they did offer Tony Pollard a contract. I will say this about Tony. We offered Tony a long-term deal. You know, the same holds true for tight end. We offered Schultz a long-term deal. And we didn't agree. Uh, the reason you don't agree is they want more and you want to pay a little bit less. And you agree to disagree. And then they go on and they play under the tag. That's obviously Tony signed his tag and he's going to do that. And uh, certainly uh, uh, Dalton Schultz made that decision. And, uh, you know, that's part of the negotiation and part of the system that's in place. It's a free market out there. It's a free market. Yes, sir. We know that, Mr. Stephen Jones, a.k.a. Cowboy. We know that. But I got to give them, give them, like I said, kudos in how they've been moving. And, and I wonder if it has a lot to do with that man right there and Mike McCarthy. We all understand that, you know, a lot of things usually get played out over the media. A lot of things get played out, or I'm sorry, through the media and get aired out in general. They've been moving real silent. And I think that's scary if they can kind of, I'm not ready to say they've changed completely. But a true change is not just a one-time thing. That's a one-off, right? But if they can continue to, to carry this over the years, that's how you can then eventually get over that hump. And I'm not just talking about contra contracts, but the things that they've done before that and how they drafted and changing something they haven't done in 30 years and how they've signed and traded guys for, or traded for guys like a Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore. These things are not normal things they have done over the last decade plus. They continue to do that. The Cowboys will remain in competition, I think, to do something special. And that's that's the word I've been using, do something special. All right, let's talk to Marcus. What's good, Marcus? Hey, Scott, what's good with you, man? Good morning. Good morning. It is a good morning, man. It is a good morning. Hey, salute to Trey. Like I Shout said yesterday, getting his money. Yeah, he deserved every penny of it, and... Like you said, Dez had, had got on somewhere else and, and said Trey wasn't trying to hold him up. And so I think, you know, that was a good uh, indicator. And I, I'm, I, I wasn't surprised to hear that about Trey, just, you know, just from some things you can hear about him, you know, people talking about him and how he cares and stuff and talks about stuff. He never seemed like he was that, that type of dude, even though he kind of, when his, you know, when his contract thing came up, he said some things. Oh, he yeah, he, he was on Twitter dude. talking. He was talking real greasy. I was getting a little worried. <laughs> I was getting a little worried. But, but hey, man, it's a lot of money. This is a lot of money. It's, it's top five money. And, um, right. you know, I'm just glad he didn't, and, and, and the team didn't go through this fight publicly, and they didn't really fight behind the scenes to the right. point where it got nasty. Right, right. That's that's the big thing. That's the big thing. It didn't, it, it didn't get nasty. When I, that's what I kind of expected it to do. And, again, the drones don't do these things. To your point, I wanna I wanna nod at Mike McCarthy about moving that Mike McCarthy and, and probably Dan Quinn both. You know, those guys have got a lot more influence with the Joneses now that they've got some, you know, a bit of a track record. Mm -hmm. And if and again I yeah, I believe if, if Dan Quinn I believe this from the start, if Dan Quinn gets on the table and pounds for anybody, they're gonna keep him. They're gonna they're gonna at least consider what he has to say. Because before the biggest thing with the coach staff was you, I don't want to disrespect them because, again, they were pros and they probably, between Rob Marinelli and, and Jason Garrett and everybody else, they probably forgot more football than I'll ever know. 
but at the same time, all those guys did kind of lead behind Jerry and Stephen. Whatever those guys said they were going to do, they were going to, you know, get behind it. They were company guys in a lot of ways. So uh, yeah, it, it's were, nice to see that. They were the stepchildren uh-huh. of those boys. Mike, Mike McCarthy got juice, but the problem was, you know, he had Kellen Moore, a guy who they, you mm-hmm. know, that was that was their baby. So he had kind of a filter yeah. right there. There's no longer that anymore. And I think from a from a cultural standpoint, McCarthy had full right. control. But from an on-field standpoint, I don't believe he did. But now he does, and you know they're going to look at this as, "Hey, man, this is you." So, you know, no, no more excuse. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, that's well. Hey, well, that should have been. Don't let me go there. Don't let me go there. Uh, anyway, anyway, uh, <laughs> what did you go to say? <laughs> don't let me go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah, who, what, yeah. I was about to say, what am I talking about? Who are we talking about here? What have we been saying for 25, 30 years? Of course, right. don't let me. I don't need to beat that horse. Uh, again, hopefully, hopefully. Zach is going to sit out, huh? He's going to take that hit because he's uh, going to take those hits and sit out. Apparently, I'm, apparently, mm. man, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how how many hits he takes because that's a lot of money. I think it's fifty k a day. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, they used to they used to cover that some kind of way, but that's all out of his pocket, so yeah. I guess he sees. I just think Zach Zach's like me, the type of guy. He's a smart dude, real smart dude, and I think he he sees he's got. He doesn't have as many years in front of him as he does behind him, and he's just trying to get him something before he goes. I don't get the feeling Zach would hang around if he wasn't himself. If he if he kind of if he kind of slipped away, he was just just another guy. Uh, I don't think he's the type of guy to hang around oh, yeah. for a check. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He, if he was just another guy, yeah, I don't think I, he'd hold out. I, yeah, I don't think he. I, I don't think he's holding out just because he, he. I think he's he's got one more bag he's trying to get so that when it so when it does happen, he can walk away and be okay. And that's just my my feeling on that. But hey, man, uh, love the show, and man, I'm excited for camp. And uh, congratulations again, Trey. He got his money, and, and he's just gonna get better. He's done nothing but get better every you know every year. He last year was probably his best year to me. I can I can he, the, the interceptions come and go, but you know he got a lot better. You know, he just improved. taking taking guys out, top guys out, top wide out, just taking them out. So hey, you don't get somebody like that out the building. He's nah. Bob and Jones time 10. So you don't let him out of the building. All right, Scott, man. Thanks a lot, brother. Yes, sir. Salute. Yeah, man. You don't let that guy out of here. 17 picks in three seasons. You know, most most interceptions was a tie with Everson Walls. You know, you don't let that guy go. Not at all. Where am I out here trying to mute you? Uh, where'd you go, Marcus? There you go. Yeah, man. And, and, and this is why you should be excited about it because we all believed, at least I did, I believe this one was going to be one of the tougher ones because of his resume. You know, all, he was an all pro, pro bowler, legitimately pro bowler. Not none of that. You know, he earned that, in my opinion, not no reserve type guy. All pro, pro bowler ascending. He's young. You know, I think he's like 25, maybe 24 or something like that. He's a young cat. He has the size. He has the mentality. Uh, this isn't a troublemaker type dude. He checks every single last box. So I thought he was going to come out and try to break the market. And they, we've seen this play out at the cornerback position with Byron Jones. And they was like, nah, we good. We'll, we'll hit you with the fifth-year uh, option and we'll let you walk. So, like I said on Twitter, I didn't believe this one was going to get done early, let alone first. So, you got to love it, man. DP, are you with me? What's good, man? What's going on, Scott Walker? How you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I just had to call in because I woke up this morning. 
I had a bad taste in my mouth, and I said, man, I got I don't know where I'm going to get rid of this. Go ahead and spit something. I never thought I would say publicly. Uh-oh. Uh, first off, uh, I got to say the Cowboys Nation, stand up and give yourself an applause for the great amount of pressure we have been putting on the front office all summer, all off season, uh, because we're starting to see results. I think everybody in the organization is starting to get more on Mike McCarthy's page. And, and it's showing in how the front office basically is not making the usual noise and not doing the public fighting with the players that they normally do. Um, but more than anything, I gotta say, stop, shout out to Stephen Jones. Yeah, I did some quick math. I, I did some quick math. Uh, still, they gave Trey twenty one point two five when he signed, right? Yes, sir. All right. So since they gave him that money, let me pull my calculator back out so I don't I don't mess this up. That means he has seventy five point seven five left to play play out after this year for, for the next five, right? He's on a per year. No, that's what's left after after that signing bonus. Well, he's got forty two point two guaranteed, so he got about that's half of guarantee. it. Yeah, he got about half again, of it. That's the guarantee. That's what I'm saying. This hit me, Scott. They gave him 21.25 out of 97. That no. means 75.75 left. That means Essentially after of, this year. Okay. I think you got your math wrong. That he got 21.25 out of 42 guaranteed. The 97 will, will is, is the, the, the you know the incentives and whatnot. So you want to look at that's why I said contracts NFL are funny money. The 97 and 104 million funny. is the funny money aspect. The 42 and the 21 is what you really should be looking at. Yeah. He got basically got half his guarantee up front. But what I'm just right. saying, the way they structure a contract, you don't necessarily get paid the same money every year. What I'm just saying on the average, that only leaves about $15 million a year for him to get paid on cash. So that's what I'm saying. We got to go ahead and clap it up to Stephen Jones. We got an all-pro corner for 15 Fifteen what per? Yeah, that's gonna be his cap. Oh yeah, next, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. Yeah, if you if you if you extend out his because it's really six years if you count this year, over the next six yeah. years, yeah, you, you got him at I'm, you got him at I think I'm it's like yeah yeah what, whatever the money is it's a great deal it's really figuring out the details of it is is minuscule compared to what it, cause I think I looked at it he doesn't fall in the top three in in anything. You know, in, in regards to this, so that's that's amazing. When I believe he could have got that, and I and I think he could have got it. I think pretty much any team in the league would have gave it to him. I think we got to go ahead and and tip our cap to Trey for showing that this is where he really want to be. You know what I mean? Uh, and doing the core player, and, and he wants to be a core player. So he took a deal that that that's fair to him and to the team, and didn't didn't fight about it. You know what I mean? Just kept his head down and went to work. You got respected on both sides. Yeah, that's why I started off saying, you know, I got to, I got to shout out and give and give kudos to both sides. Kudos to the front office for be, for being able to, you know, get this done and not break the bank. And kudos to Diggs for saying, look, I'm not trying to bust y'all upside the head. I don't need to to break the bank in the sense of reset the market. Where he could have, he could have asked for that. Somebody would have gave it to him, 100. percent and they came together yeah. and they compromised. So, and I think the the big the big thing, big picture thing that it shows our front office, uh, probably over the last decade, every time we have a player that makes a Pro Bowl, it's like we feel like we got to break break the bank. Oh, they got beat upside so the head. Start, if 
we can start to 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 do contracts where it's more of smart money management and being fair to the personnel rather than just saying I gotta win all the time, I think we can we have a, a much better chance of keeping this team together for the long run. Yeah, they, they got out in front of this one and I think it was Gelkin who said it. Uh this is the first proactive contract since Ezekiel Elliott, technically that whole summer, all those guys were proactive guys, J- Jalen Smith, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, and Lyle Collins. So this is the first time since then they've kind of got out in front of contracts uh, where the where it was going to run out at the end of the year. So if you can do it this way, man, you can always you know kind of stay ahead of the game. But it takes two to tango, right? At one point, Demarcus Lawrence wanted a, a super bag, and they said, man, look, we ain't ready yet. Tags you. It cost them a lot of money. They messed it up with Dak Prescott. They could have got out in front of that. They decided not to do that, tagged him, and, you know, now here we are. That's another conversation we'll eventually be having soon. Um, and, you know, they, they weren't perfect in it, but as long as you're learning from th- these things and, and, and you as a player are learning the market, I think you can find a, a healthy middle ground. I think so. I think also just the timing of it, uh, man, the last three days has been kind of crazy, man. You you the exact go get mad, then this happens, and we get to finally go ahead and put uh your cousin back on out there with the starters, Come not on, me, man. whatever you ready for. Like, it's just kind of crazy. Look, if if this Diggs thing didn't go down, trust me, I'd have been all over this, you know, Terrence still being yeah, back out there thing. That's huge. That's huge. Man. Like, him and and, and, and Tony ready to go. Like, wow, that changes. That changes a lot. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Eight, 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 eight really DP. Now. We got about five others on here. Let me get to him real quick, brother. All right, still. I just had to get that out, man. Shout out to Stephen Jones. I'm going to quit calling you baby nuts for a couple of weeks. As long as you sign one more. <laughs> All right, bro. Salute. All right, bro. Let's hear from my guy, 100 grand. I know you're calling on a day like this. What's good, 100 grand? <laughs> I'm good, man. How you on the fam, dog? Man, doing excellent. Good summer so far. Uh, just just waiting to hear if we can get out there at camp next week. That's that's the last thing to get done. <laughs> I wish I could, man. I wish I could. Um, I want to slow down a little bit. Okay, we put uh, too, much praise, too much praise. Too much praise. Yes, yeah, too much praise. It's a good day, man. It's, it's hard. It's hard not to. Key, the key word is Diggs ain't want to hit him over the head. Diggs was ready to take a deal that wasn't top three, top two of the market. He's not even, you know what I mean, top three, top two. He's not. So you, so he was willing to work with them. You get what I'm saying? And even when in the middle of working with them, they had issues. They had issues, and it probably was in that guaranteed money. What do you mean? Remember, Dez was on some. Dez was on some. Yo, he should get a fully guaranteed contract. You know what I'm saying? Well, honey, See, so, uh, it, isn't isn't issues just negotiations? I mean, when nah, I when I, I agree. when I did my contract with A to Z, it wasn't like they offered something and I accepted, or I offered and they accepted. We had to negotiate. It took it took about a month of negotiations before we came to something. I wouldn't consider that some some major issues. That's just contract negotiation. You know what I mean? Agree, agree. I I agree with you on that one. But when it comes to okay, we've been talking about this that contract all summer. 
What's going on? You you get what I'm saying? What's going on? He should have been first. What's going on with that? You get what I'm saying? Like, see, I, I'm not in the I'm not in the business been, of been, I'm not in the business of who's first. I'm I'm in the business of of do do right. You know, if if right, Dax pro- right. that's what I mean. The thing with Dax contract, and, and and this is something I don't know if it's been said. They don't necessarily have to do that this year. It'll cost them more money. It'll cost him more yes. if he goes out there and he <laughs> yes. balls. They need so to do it this year. It'd be you smart. Say, uh-uh. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be smart, but it, they don't have to. They can say, look, if he balls out this year and then, you know, another cap hits like $60 million next year, but if you do the extension, then it won't be $60 million. But, you know, is it, as much as we want Dak's contract to be extended, you know, guys like Diggs needed to get done because he didn't have another year. Dak has another oh, year on his. You know what I'm saying? Terrence Steele doesn't have another 100%. year. Like, those guys got to get done. And he yeah, already got his contract yeah. restructured, so he created cap room for you this year. So He did. He did. He did. But what I'm saying is, okay, if if they get still done, you get what I'm saying? And if I, they get still I done and, and they get – then I'll be like, okay, okay. But you, you got a guy done that was willing to work with you. What happens when you got CD and he ain't willing to work with you? He want his papers. You get what I'm saying? Because everybody's uh, not going to be willing okay. to work with I you. See what you saying. get what I'm saying? Okay, so you, what you're going to do when Michael Parsons, well, Mike, we ain't even going to talk about Michael Parsons. <laughs> well, they can't do nothing there. But what are you they can't do nothing but yeah, hand him a blank check. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you going to tell Micah? No. Come on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, That's what I'm saying. So you, we got to slow down on Cap Boy okay. until we get somebody, until, until they show us. Oh man, CD wanted his money, and uh, Catboy gave it to him. Okay, Catboy, then we can get up and applaud for so, Catboy if he gives CD what he wants, because he realized we can't live without CD. Then we can stand up and applaud Catboy. But we can't do that if two guys is willing to make a deal. If two, if he says, "Yo, I don't want to be top three. I don't want to be top two. I don't want to knock y'all over the head," you can't applaud Catboy for that. That's in Catboy wheelhouse right there. They do that all day long. <laughs> Damn, buddy. I, I got no rebate, bro. That's real shit. That's real. I'm money. I wasn't even thinking of it that way. Cause cause if somebody come to you and say, look, man, I I don't need I don't want the blue magic price. You know what I'm saying? I I'll take the step doing price. <laughs> I'm not even gonna fight you, dog. I ain't gonna fight you. Come on, AKA Zach Martin with his money. Catboy, what you gonna do? What you gonna Mm. do, Catboy? Zach Martin said, let's go. What's up? Okay, so 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 you saying put a pin in this, you know, until until Dak or Dak or C D is saying, Hey dog, nah. I know I know Diggs took less than setting the market, but we want to set the market. And then let's see how he negotiates then. Yeah, he's going to applaud this because he's trying to send a message. I still listen, gotta... y'all. Listen, y'all. Y'all need to do what Diggs did. So of course he's going to praise this deal. They're going to the Joneses are going to praise this deal. You see what see what Diggs did? We need y'all to follow now. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now. I said and I said this on Law Damn. Show. I said if you think that Stephen Jones is going to give Michael Parsons a blank check, we all seem to think that. Be a fool it's not happening. I'm telling you right now, it's not happening. If he's gonna say, "Listen, fresh, it's about the fresh. pie. We don't have these guys. We can't pay you 
uh, we can't give you all this money, Micah. Shit. It's about the pie. hundred grand. And Micah. A hundred grand. I will. We, look, let, we can put a bet right now. Micah Parsons will break <laughs> the market. Seriously. He will. He will get that bag, dog. I mean, unless he has a catastrophic injury, unless he just falls off the face of the earth, the earth this year, Micah Parsons is going yeah. to get the ultimate bag. He's going to get tagged first. Well, that, that won't be until three right years now. from now, which would be idiotic well, for them to do that because it's going to cost them more to do it that way. We've and, seen it done. We have seen it done. You're absolutely right. But, you, but you're absolutely right. But he, is he not going to get the bag, though? He's getting that bag. He getting that bag though. If, if, if we really doubt when Michael Parsons is getting the bag. If he if he gets if he gets hurt, well, and gives the Jones. If if he comes to the Jones, I love the Cowboys. I'm a Cowboy fan. Listen, I ain't trying to knock y'all over the head. Dak Prescott, players of the team, tore his ankle off his foot. Tried to put it yep. back in like it was a Lego piece. He and did. they and he and he set the market. They had no choice. He a quarterback. You don't know how quarterback. Michael Parsons is a top three player, five position. player in this league. Hundred grand. I get it. I get it. I get it. And, and, and then, and then too. Don't you think? Don't you think what they did with Dak and how they messed that up? They they gonna say we can't do this with no, Michael Parsons. They, but they messed that up because they didn't extend him earlier. Messing it up for Michael would be waiting, like you said, to tag him. That means you're not. That means you're not signing him after year three. You're signing him after year five. Oh, I'm, them, I'm coming to him. I'm coming early. to him next year. With yeah, them. yeah. Go ahead and get that out. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming yeah. to him after summertime. This time next year, it should be Michael Parsons with the big deal. I mean, that, that's fair. If you, if you want to get this thing done early, you say the same thing. But if you want to get this thing done early, so you're not paying more later, yeah, you go to Micah after the, after this year, and you say, Michael, let's go ahead and hammer this record deal out. Let's get it done. Because whatever year is going to be, it's going to be a record deal. Nice. Right. I agree. I agree. I agree. But I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just nerd. I'm the, we okay. Leave Micah out of this. I want to see what CD going yeah. to do because either, either, either CD, either, either CD's preparing like I'm not going to get a contract. I'm gonna have to play it out this year. That's how CD's preparing all summer. And if CD balls out, you telling me he ain't going to try to knock them over the head? Yeah, I don't think he's gonna he's gonna come under the average. Like we thought, twenty million minimum for per year for Diggs. He came under that. I don't see CD coming under twenty. So no, no, no. I see him at least being top two or trying or trying to be the highest paid. Look, if CD balls out this year. Woo, He's that, not going to try to get top money. Oh no, no, for sure. But that's the that's the game, and that's why honestly, CD should probably be next. Excuse me, CD should probably be next because it, we talked about this when we talked about CD some months ago or weeks ago. If you look at the market for wide receivers, cornerbacks was low key plateauing. It, it wasn't necessarily taking a dive down, but it wasn't going crazy. It was in that eighteen to twenty two million dollars. Where these wide receivers, bro, it went from fifteen to 18, to 22, to 27, to 30. Man, if y'all don't get in front of C.D. Lamb and he go out here and have 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns and he's a beast in the playoffs, you can forget about it. He's likely coming for the top spot, and rightfully so, because all he's done is progress. So it'd be smart to get out in front of C.D. Lamb. It'll be smart. 
for CD to be like the next guy before training camp is over to get paid. And he talked about that, it. That, that, that's that's what I. Steven talked about it. He said what, we're trying to get at least two of these things done. So if he said that, that means he's close. Possibly. That I means mean, he's close because he knew this contract was done. That's why he was coming in. He already knew this contract. They had that set up nice. Because and they knew they had to do that because of Zach Martin. You gotta see how the Jones wrote. We mad about Zach Martin. We mad about Zach Martin. So what they do? CD. All right, we gonna get them digs. We gonna get them digs right quick. We gonna get digs done to get to get the heat off of Zach Martin off us. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's not an easy game. Like when you draft well and you gotta and I'll say this and I'll be fair. When you draft well and these guys are really good like this, yeah, it it you, you, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough at the negotiation tables for sure. Yeah, it's tough. It, 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 the thing about it is we're in a, a crazy position because we draft well, and these guys are going to be, like, right behind each other because we draft so well. You know what I'm saying? You get you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we're so great at the draft and we got good players so much, the contract is going to be like that. For sure. Hey, 800 grand. Let me get the rest of these folks up in here, bro. All right, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Saw somebody in the chat. Um, mentioned CD got to correct his drop issues. I'd argue he's done that. Um, 10.8% year one, not good. 8.1%. And then he cut that in half to 4.5% last year. So, I mean, he's trending in that direction of, of correcting those. And, you know, 4.5% is not terrible. In fact, it's it's better than a lot of the wide receivers that people have him ranked above. Believe it. Or that have CD below, I should say. It's better than that. So I think CD did that. I can't remember who said it in the chat, but look, man, I don't think there is any more questioning what CD Lamb is. CD Lamb is like that. I don't know, man. I, like our own fan base. Be interesting. Mel. What's good, Mel? Man, my God. I'm, I'm so glad I, I went after 100 grand. <laughs> specifically because I kind of feel like, and res, much respect to him. I, I do understand the way he's viewing it. But the way he's viewing it is exactly why you have to give Steven the props. Okay, explain. Because you, okay, you basically, if you're saying that we got a top corner, we didn't get him for under market value, but we got him, you know, at a good price that's going to work for us. Yeah. We got him at a fair price. It was good. It was good for both sides. Whenever you do a deal that's good for both sides, you got to give both sides a props. I don't think that I would look at Steven and be like, oh, well, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't give him what he wanted. So I'm not going to like, so I think that's why we've been, that's why we've been not giving Steven the, that's why we've been giving Steven a hard time because he waits or, you know, he does the bad deals and then he ends up getting raked over the coals. He didn't get raked over the coals. He, he was able to go, Hey, look, this is a fair deal for us. This is a fair deal for you. And they got a deal done. They got it. They got it done in a timely manner. They got it done when it was supposed to get done. I think you got to give Steven his props. I wouldn't. I wouldn't look at it like, oh, we got to wait to see what happens. No. Well, we 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 in right now. On one you know, hand, we in right now. So on one hand, I get what I get what he's saying. On the other hand, though, I can't assume that Diggs did not go in there and the first offer was, hey, I want top money. I want the top money, right? And then Steven and them probably said no, and he's like, I right, I just wanted to see Rock go with it. Now let's get to the negotiations, right? He probably did go in there and try to bust him over the head, but then realized they ain't going for it. Let's try to figure something out. Because that's what basically we're assuming. And we're assuming that Diggs went there and said, oh, I don't want the number one overall money. 
You know, I just want number four. And, and if that's the right. case, then yeah, I mean, that's an easy deal to make. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to assume that's what happened. I'm going to assume he came, he aimed high at Willis, and, and, they, and they came and met in the middle. Yeah. I mean, look, and I understand the whole Zach Martin thing. They can get everybody done, but it ain't going to all happen on the same day. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, everybody's not going to no. get signed this week. Everybody's not going to get signed. And and on the real, I don't care really how long Zach Martin don't show up to camp. I, I totally trust whatever – when Zach Martin gets to camp, he's going to perform, and when, he get on the, and when he gets on the field, he's going to yeah. perform. I'm not really worried too much about yeah, Zach I ain't worried Martin. about Zach. Uh, Zach, as long as no. – I'm only worried if Zach misses games, which I don't see Zach missing. And I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. And I, I'm just like, yo, we got, we got, we got to start taking these victories when we get them, y'all. Like every, everybody, like, well, what happens when Mike, Mike is three years from now, y'all? Like, <laughs> relax. Man, we ain't got to worry about what's was, gonna happen with Michael. They was talking about Michael's contract after his rookie year. I was like, fam, <laughs> what are we doing? They're like, oh, what, 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 ha- what happens when, uh, when Tyler Smith is up for? I'm like, yo, y'all, Fan, I relax. just, saw, I like, saw that today on Twitter. The who's the bull? Uh, Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas just got signed. Uh, big, big deal. Big, big contract extension yeah, big deal. for the Giants. And somebody on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, was like, hey man, this might be a barometer for what, you know, Tyler Smith. Wait a minute, why are we talking about Tyler Smith's contract? <laughs> What? <laughs> you know what it is, bro? It's it's because we're, you know, and I said this the other day, we because we don't participate in free agency as much, we're hyper-focused on our contracts, especially because we're one of the few front offices that openly speak about cap. Like like it's yeah. nothing. Like we talk, we probably say the word cap more than championship and Super Bowl. Seriously. Even our own fan base. Well, yeah. Well, that's because we're, we've been conditioned. I will be completely honest. I, I've got the, uh, you know, I don't got my button for me today, man. I don't, I don't got the button to press. But, but I got the whole uh, uh, Dwight from the office syndrome. Any, anytime <laughs> contracts come up and the season's over, then I'm ready to talk about cap because we've been conditioned yeah. that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to try to change that too. Let's talk about how to build a championship team as opposed how to the first word out of your out of your mouth is, well, you know, the way the cap and the pie work. I don't give a damn about how, what you think about the cap. How are you going to put the best team together? Stop talking about cap to fans. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I mean, and, and, and like I said, man, I'm, a, I'm not the biggest Stephen Jones fan. I, let me not say I'm not the biggest Stephen Jones fan. I've been a critic of some of the stuff he's done in the past. Um. And the well, way they've moved I'll in say the it for you. I am not the biggest Stephen Jones fan. But but if you're going to be a okay, fair person, you don't you have to give credit where credit's due? And that's what that's what honestly, Scott, is what you've always done here, bro. I that's try. what you've always done here. When is when is when it's time to give credit, you've given it. When 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 everybody was kind of crapping on Kellen, you was like, hey, these are the things he's doing well. These are the things he's not doing well. When everybody is praising that, you're going, hey. These are the things he's doing well. These are the things he can do better. It's not that you've ever really been on one side or the other, unless something is just blatantly obvious. Uh, but Stephen, I, <laughs> I was boy, I was leaning heavy. I was leaning heavy on one side with Stephen. Boy, he couldn't do nothing to win me over. But this this summer, man, I, I'm I've eased back. Ever, it felt like ever since like March, I've been sitting here every single move. Hey, hey, 
Hey, clap it up for him, man. Clap it up. I just hope it continues. Man, this, this, this has been one of the best off-seasons, and it's continued. Like, it's continued to be one of the best off-seasons that we've had, I mean, in a very long time. Like, in a very, very long time. Yeah, I can't even, um, the, I can't even give you smart deals. I can't give you a, a date. I don't even know what year was, was as good as this in the last 10, 15 I, years. I, I, I like... Usually when, when fans are getting overly excited for the start of the season, I'm like, eh, okay. Right now, bro, if anybody is running around screaming Super Bowl or, you know, NFC Championship or, you know, 13-win season, there's no way I could say anything to try to bring that joy down. Not that no. I would anyway, but it's, it's, it's totally warranted right now. Yes. It's totally warranted right now. We, we, we definitely, with what we've done, and and the practices and the camps getting ready to start, man. I, there's no reason you guys should not be excited. There's just no reason you guys should not be excited. Facts, bro. Facts. I mean, they they've done everything to make you, you know, be out here saying it with your chest. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, my brother. I hope I get to see you at camp this year, my man. <laughs> and uh, looking forward to us getting down, my man. And uh, safe travels, my G. And uh, salute to you, brother. Thanks. Hey, man, glad to see you back on the air. Man, glad you to know, hear we, from we you. Was, we was definitely missing you. Appreciate it, Mel. That's my guy, Mel, man. Mel Hayes. We, fingers crossed, you know. I think today I need to figure, I need to find out. Because if not, then look, we're just going to be here next week. And I'll just wait till they come down to Dallas. But uh, we're still waiting on the word, man. Waiting on the word. Waiting on the word. Yeah, I mean, look. For years. We've been hoodwinked. You've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us stray. Run him up. This is what he does. That's what he did. For years. Ah, well, you know. We don't need this. So we don't need that. And for years, every time we get to a certain point, we see the other teams that were doing this and doing that advancing. So I think it was fair, but I also think it's fair to then, yes, give praise and yes, give kudos when certain things are happening that should make your team better. Let's get Keystone in the building. What's good, Keystone? Lock this up real quick. The conference has been locked. What's going on, Pam? Can you hear me? Man, I got you loud and clear, 717 in the building. You already know. I was just great. I was great. Chant that out. It's been a minute, Sky. Yes, sir. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, I wanted to lay out a pro, and I want to lay out a con about Trayvon Diggs. Let's do it. The pro, the pro, congratulations to you, young fella. You got your money, and you did it. You, you, you stayed humble, and you was disciplined about it. Got to salute that. Yeah. But the, but the con, y'all ready for this, Cowboy Nation? Say hello to the new enemy of the Dallas Cowboys, all because he got paid. Let him go out there on that football field and have, let's say, one or maybe two or three bad games. I guarantee you it's going to turn into a Trayvon head coach saying, see, 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 we shouldn't have paid him all that money. See, see, see. Look how he up there letting that coverage go like that. You know, everybody was bashing about coverage yardage when half of the stuff they were saying was not even true about him anyway. So that's why I want to lay that out. I'm like, really? Because they yeah. did it with Zeke. They did it with D-Law when he had his money. And now they're doing it with Dak. 
Everyone. Here comes Trayvon Diggs. You might as well just everybody. say every everybody that gets paid. And honestly, Back, brother, everybody. at this point, Keystone and, and, and Cowboys Nation, I think that is just to be expected from any single player in the league now, bro, because of social media, because of you know our voices are uh, more prominent out here and, and, and seen that anytime somebody gets paid and, and they do something bad or don't do something good or whatever you want to call it, yeah, you know, social media is going to go off. They're going. I, like I said, somebody in the chat earlier said he sucks because because of the the Niner game, and I'm like, this is exactly what you're saying. And he didn't even get the bag, so just imagine now he misses a tackle or gets a pass completed on him. Oh, Trayvon Diggs sucks. <laughs> it's like, all right, man. If you want to be a casual, feel free. <laughs> and you wonder why I laid it out as a con? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is ridiculous. We need to get over that up. This is getting out of hand. Stop worrying about another man's pocket. Worry about his performance. Facts. <laughs> Bro, I'm honestly, I'm of, I'm of the ilk that I wouldn't even disclose numbers. This is just extra content, you know, for, for the NFL world, sports world, is, is the contracts. I wouldn't even disclose that. But, you know. Mm-mm. You know, Mike McCarthy don't want anything exposed out of this house. Nah, but but he can't control that, unfortunately. But but if I was if, if I was these leagues, I I just wouldn't do it. What's the point? Who who true? I don't give a damn what these dudes are getting paid like that. Just like you said, go out there and perform. Keystone. We we lost we lost Keystone. But yeah, man, he, he he's not necessarily wrong on this situation in regards to the con, if you want to look at it that way. And and that's kind of been the norm here in Dallas, but I think it's becoming the norm across the league. Uh any player that gets paid, you know, probably their talking giant show or their talking Viking show, you know, oh, we paying this guy that amount of money and he just threw a pick or he just fumbled or he just missed a tackle. Yeah, man. You know how it go. That's just something you gotta live with, unfortunately. Let's get 803 in the building. Oh, 803 going once. Oh, can you hear me? Can you oh, hear me? We, we got you now. What's good? I appreciate it. Thanks for clinging back to me. Uh, my hands are full. I just had my baby girl uh, last week. Oh, man. Congratulations. So me. Yeah, appreciate it. Three kids. My third one, by the way. Yeah, as soon as you I'm working on three me, myself. Yeah, I got you, man. Congratulations to you as well. But, um, I wanted to speak on how Steven, or not Steven, but Gary handled uh, the presser. I feel like uh, he didn't fall into the trap of that Zach Martin question. Because I feel like usually in previous years, he would have fell for that bait and tried to make some sort of uh, contract dispute. Yes. I'm still in control type of comment moment. And he literally shut it down twice. And I just felt like, you know, that's a, just a, a new way of this team moving forward and Mike McCarthy you know, sprinkling in his his uh process over this whole uh offseason. I was watching that presser, man, and I'm just like, wow, this is this is a snooze fest. But damn it, I ain't mad at it. Because if it's a snooze fest, that means there's not a whole bunch of this unnecessary over overhyped drama surrounding the Cowboys that he's feeding into. It really was they talked about the Dan Snyder thing, they talked about the running back mark, stuff like, you know, nothing really. Nothing about nothing. You had a few things in there where McCarthy w- was talking about how they, you know, changed their philosophy from 2020 to 2021 to 2022. And that was some good stuff there. But for the most part, that that presser 
was a whole bunch about nothing. And that's what you want coming out of Dallas because for too many years, we, we take anything and we turn it into this big thing. And that is what kind of overshadows what's happening on the field or what's happening within the media. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited that there's nothing from that press conference that these, you know, these media people or us fans can really come out of that and, and turn into drama. We can get to on the field starting today. Yeah, yeah, I'm just super proud. Of, I know he's an 80-year-old man, but I feel like he's maturing. <laughs> yeah, Jerry has some Jerryisms in there. He was saying some stuff that was like, dog, what, what, just answer the question. But again, I don't yeah. I don't like to listen to him talk football much because you can just talk in circles, and it's really weird anyway. So, Yeah, appreciate you taking the call. Yes, um, you know, I'll catch up with you. I'll uh, keep listening. Indeed, appreciate you. Yeah, man, Jerry. Y'all know how Jerry can get. They asked Jerry a direct question, and he will venture off on a five-minute tangent and not answer. He did that a little bit yesterday, but but it was nothing that that really was dramatic about it. So there's that. Come on, man. This is definitely a day that I figured Toxic Tom was going to call in, but let's see if he's toxic today. What's good, brother? Good morning, Sky. Just want to congratulate Rosie for having the best year probably since she was in Harriet the Spy. So uh, I'm glad after, what, 30-something years, they finally got a good one in. I'm glad he had all that time to learn that his way was bullshit, and it's like maybe I've been doing it wrong. I'm glad he's had all that time. Um, Overall, I just want to say a couple things about this all. First off, congratulations, Trayvon Diggs. Great character, hardworking, has done everything that has been asked of him, and he got the money that he deserved. Yeah. I'm glad he got the bag. Um, one thing you said very early on, though, and this is just a matter of perspective, I suppose, when you said I thought Trayvon Diggs' deal was going to be the hardest deal, yeah. I've always thought the Dak Prescott deal was going to be the hardest deal. And one thing I think the fans aren't get, realizing it. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, so no, I said, can I, I said, can I clarify? I'm sorry. What, yeah, what, yeah what, go ahead. So for, if you notice this whole off season, I haven't really included Dak in these, with these guys. Like I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't, for me, it's been Terrence. It's been uh lamb and it's been Diggs. That's kind of what I meant by the hardest. Uh, because yeah. because Dak technically has another year and you can technically extend him next year and and all that good stuff. Whereas, you know, C.D. Lamb, he, they put the fifth year on him. So that's there. But that's just going to get you know worse and worse at a position like wide receiver. Diggs has no years left, yeah. still has no years left. So I was kind of talking about them. Uh, but okay. look, quarterbacks, though, I don't think you're wrong. Those are those are not going to be easy. So a matter of perspective, I look at this sometimes is leverage and I look at the players that are up due and sometimes I have to think about if I'm that player do I even want to talk extension right now for instance Dak Prescott I'm coming off my worst year probably since I've been a Dallas Cowboy and there's all this heat on me and now I have Joe Burrow Justin Herbert who just got paid and others who are about to even bring that number up higher I'm in no rush to get that deal done. If anything, my stock's going to go up this year because I actually have a legitimate coach and don't have Karen calling curl routes and putting my running back 
who's been a bad for the last three years as my center. If I'm Dak, I am in no obligation or rush to get that deal done. So then the next question is, if you're Lamb or you're Steele, are you in any rush as well to get a deal done? Or if I'm Lamb, do you wait to see what Justin Jefferson gets so then if I'm not getting Justin Jefferson money, I'm still making more than Tyreek Hill? You also have to take into effect security. You know, in a sport yeah. like football, you're not guaranteed the next day. Where quarterback, Correct. I don't think it's a negative thing to bet on yourself because the market is is unbelievable. It's 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 outrageous, and you can break your ankle and almost tear your foot off and still come back and set the market right. So yep. you know, for you're not wrong, and Dak can just say, "Hey, I'll wait." You know, and and the Cowboys are probably like, cool. Mm-hmm. We'll wait. You know, if we, if they get something done, they get something done. Um, but for like Lamb and Steel, I mean. You can bank on you. You can bet on yourself. There's nothing ever wrong with betting on yourself, but there is something about security, especially for an undrafted free agent like Terrence. Terrence, you know, yeah. the four million he's about to make is probably about to be more than he's made in his, in his entire career combined. Uh, CD yeah. Lamb, I mean, he's got a bright future. He can probably bank on himself. But if they say, "Hey, Lamb, we're going to give you a top three contract extension," you're going to say no. So I think it all depends what they come to the table with. If they come to the table with a deal that you know is not fair. Yeah, by all means, bet on yourself the next year and let's see what happens. But I don't think yep. every, I don't think every negotiation is the same or every situation is the same. So it kind of depends on that nuance, those details, the devil in the details that we just don't really see. You know? Oh, absolutely. And that's I, I wish they could see more of or more fans could see the uh, I forget what caller brought it up earlier the finesse of a, of a real negotiation that there is a lot of pushback on both sides and I'm just really happy and I'm going to get the praise out of the way that it was quiet. You didn't have these mysterious reports coming out of nowhere. It's like, um, you know, former scout of the Cowboys believes Trayvon Diggs in the game or just some BS or that I, you know, I hope Steven didn't bring out those PFF numbers when he was in negotiating, but I'm just glad that it was quiet. It was done and that they got, the proactive deal done. And and I'm going to ask you, when was the last time they did a proactive deal? Was it the Jalen Smith and the uh, the Ezekiel Elliott? 2019 season. And here's, but here's a good, it's a precedent, right? Like the Cowboys have been here and shout out to Dave Hellman. Uh, We'll talk to him soon too. Shout out to Dave Hellman who had brought this up in 2019. They were kind of in a similar situation. They had three prominent names, Jalen Smith, Ezekiel Elliott and Lyle Collins up for an extension. And they got all three of those guys done. Now, it took some pulling of yeah. the teeth with Zeke, right? But I don't think there's going to need to be any of that done with these young guys because nobody's sitting out. Nobody's going to Cabo, uh, you know. So I think you can technically do this if they want to do it. But everybody's got to meet in the middle. I think Lyle met in the middle of that year. Uh, Jalen certainly did. He, he, it was a very similar deal to what, to what Diggs got in the sense of it didn't reset the market, but it finished in the top five. Um, now, they made mistakes there. They, they, they extended a running back. They paid a guy on a bum knee. and But... At the end of the day, when you look at it, you know, one to one, they had guys that they felt were guys they wanted to keep around Mm -hmm. for a while and they got the contracts done. So that was the last time, 2019. And you love to see it. And they paid the right guy. And I'm happy that they got it done. The last point I'll make is, Sky, when you're at training camp and you see Rosie O'Donnell, look him dead in the eye and you tell them, bring back Ryan Null. Have a good day, (laughs) y'all. Salute, bro. Funny thing is, when I was down there, even when I had the, the press pass, I don't recall Stephen Jones really kind of being around the scrum. Jerry told Jerry's a totally different animal for those who have 
you know, met Jerry or come to Dallas or have been to the games. Jerry loves to go up to people, sign autographs. He, you know, he loves that attention. I felt like I was closer to Jerry on a number of occasions. I don't even remember seeing Steve. Yeah, I didn't see Steven at all. Will McClay chatted it up with him. Jerry Jones tried to get a chat with Jerry. Shout out to Dave. He uh, he was trying to hook me up, but it didn't work out. But Steven, nah, I ain't see Steven. I did see Kellen, boy. I, I almost professionally, I wasn't going on. Professionally was going to ask for a quick little sound bite, but, but the, the inner me that was frustrated with him, I don't know how I would have been able to handle that. So, yeah. I let it go. I said, nah, I don't want to talk to Kevin. But wishing the best of luck over there. You know, his quarterback just got the bag and Justin Herbert. Uh, again, we talked about this with 100 grand. If you want to get out in front of contracts, that quarterback one, toxic. That's the one. That is the, the holy grail of getting the hell out in front of. Because if he comes out and he plays well, which he's normally done, you know, last year's more of an outlier. That's going to be a huge bag that you're going to have to deal with. But if they want to risk that, which I, I technically don't think Dak is going to complain about it. But if they want to risk that and say, all right, look, let's let's go out here and see what we can do this season. And then we'll revisit this afterwards. And if you play great, it is what it is. We'll just deal with it. But if you don't, hey, maybe now we can just ride that one year out or we can, God forbid, move on. But I think he would have to be absolutely terrible to do that. But right now, I think you got a top 10, top eight, top five certain days type of quarterback. It'd be smart to get out in front of it. So you ain't got to worry about paying 60 million a year, $52 million a year for, for Justin Herbert. Shout out to Justin Herbert. Dak now falls in that 10, 11 range of, of contracts right now. Joe Burrow's next. Joe Burrow's going to surpass Justin Herbert, right? So... J- Jalen Hurts got his. Lamar Jackson got his. This quarterback market is not slowing down anytime soon. It's not happening. There's going to be a $300 million, Well, there's already been a $500 million, but it was 10 years. There's going to be a $300 million guaranteed contract happening at some point. Justin Herbert got $200 and something million guaranteed. <laughs> Best to get out in front of it, bro. I'm just saying. Best to get out in front of it. All right, we're going to close this one out with my guy, my oos. What's good, man? Hey, what's up, brother? Will, you can hear me? Got you loud and clear. Ooh, yeah, and it's a good day to be a Cowboy fan, man. I agree. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm real happy about how it went down. And, and from the perspective I was looking at, you know, going into training camp and stuff, and we, we just want these contracts done. I yeah. appreciate both sides. First and foremost, I want to say congratulate Big Trey. Get you get your bag and stuff. But at the same time, I mean, Stephen Jones, they both found a way to – there's no losers in this situation. You know what I mean? And I would say, like, too, everybody's happy and stuff going into training camp. Let's just trash it, man. It sets the tone for, for training camp and the rest of the contract. It's nice that it's real nice and clean, man. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm happy with the the presser uh, and whatnot because it's I said it, it was a clean presser, meaning essentially it's been a clean off season. Uh, we are essentially complaining about a man. Our second round pick is going to be on NFI. You know, Jordan Lewis is on pup. Zach Martin holding out, but he ain't going to miss. 
He ain't gonna miss no time for real, for real. If that's the extent of the drama in Dallas, sign me all the way up. Yep, yep. That's what I'm telling you, man. You don't even know, bro. I'm out here yelling. It's it's five in the morning here in Hawaii, man. I'm out here yelling. I'm I'm happy and stuff like that. We got security locked down for the next five years and stuff. And shoot, that's just one that you love it because he's a second round pick and oh, obviously he's an NFL player. He's still getting his money, but you love to see that these players get their bag and stuff, especially when they ultimately deserve it. Yes, absolutely deserve every single penny of that. And the the difficult thing about these contracts is you not only are you rewarding them for what they have done, but you also have to factor in, hey, we're paying you this because we expect you to either maintain this level of play or continue to get better. And um, I think we'll see Trayvon Diggs maintain this level of play or continue to get better, which will make this contract a bargain. I got you. I got you. Hey, let me be a fan real quick. Let me try and talk to you in a language I think you can understand. Talk to me. Let me talk to you. <laughs> Let me talk to you. Let me you. get a Ric Flair and a two-clap, baby. Woo! I used to have that drop. He's about to spend more money on spilled liquor than we've made. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to be Rolex wearing. Diamond ring wearing. It's all about the money. Dealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding. Jet flying, son of a gun. Yes, sir. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Mm. What was better? All right, Scott, man. I just, what was better? God, I know you understand. Hold up, hold up, hold up, Booz. So I just have to leave you off with that. Hold up, Booz. What was better? Hard times promo or that one? <laughs> if y'all haven't seen hard you know, times, go check it out. I always, I, always, I always hear you speaking on wrestling. I was like, you know what? Let me get... Let me get this guy one time. I'll speak to him in a language I know he can understand. Appreciate it, good brother. All right, brother. God bless you. Have a great day. Yes, sir. Salute. That'll do it for the phone lines today, Cowboys Nation. Good stuff. Great calls. Chat been on fire, which I knew was going to happen today after one Trayvon Diggs got his extension. One down. Got a handful more to go. If we can at least get a couple of them, uh, signed prior to the season starting, I think that'd be a dub for the Cowboys, man. One is great. I ain't going to complain about getting one of them, but if we can get like two done, that'd be great going into next year, man. So let's get to these super chats on our way out. Bing, bing. Saw one just drop. Shout out to John Phelps, not Michael. Super chat. He said, I'm so hyped right now. I swear I can hear the late, great John in my head narrating our Super Bowl 58 highlight reel. We are inevitable. Shout out to Thanos. All right. I got that one. Bow. He dropped two. Dropped another one that said, hit the like button, people. There's 482 of us in here. Super chat. Please do that. Please, please, please. Uh, If you enjoyed today's show or enjoy the shows in general, that's all you got to do. I ain't asking you to pay nothing. It's free. It is our virtual currency, as my guy Vach would say. And it's easy to do, man. Only if you enjoy it. I ain't telling you you got to hit it if you don't fool with me like that. But if you enjoy the show, go ahead and hit that like button. Black Lion dropped one earlier Super chat. in the show. And he said, T. Diggs is the second best cornerback in the league, only behind Pat Sertain. He's the best cornerback we had since prime. He will continue to shut up the haters. Salute. 
Yeah, he's he's like that, man. Uh, the the cornerback position, I think I said this on Vach's show. I feel like we're going to talk about this guy's the best, that guy's the best every year. There's a there's a new guy. But if you can maintain yourself in that top five to ten conversation, you're 100% worthy of contracts like this, in my opinion. And I think Diggs, Diggs will always maintain himself into being one of the better cornerback, one of the best cornerbacks in the league. It may switch from time to time. It may not be, you know, the Champ Bailey's of the world anymore, Dell Revis's Deion Sanders, especially because these rules are difficult. But Diggs, I think, will maintain himself in that top five to ten conversation for a long, long, long time. Hey, hey Ron. Super chat. He dropped five and said, could you tell in the presser that the Gilmore and Cooks trades made Steven uncomfortable? I love it. It threw Rosie off her game. Interesting. Um, I didn't I didn't get that from it, but maybe I'll take a second look. I'll take a second look at that one. Yeah. I don't know why I would make it make him uncomfortable. Shit, he should be happy about it, in my opinion. I mean, those those trades were the type of trades we've been asking for, the type of moves we've been the hump moves. We've been asking for hump moves. And how many times have I told you over the last couple of seasons? I ain't asking you to go out there and sign and spend 200 and something million dollars. But I am asking you to go out there and do better than James say it with me. Washington. I am asking you to do better than that. You know, I am asking you to do better than Nolan Carroll. Cedric Thornton. You know, I can go on and on down the list. Simple. That's all. All right, let me get to these. Uh, I already got the super chats. Let me get back into the chat on the way out. I see Zeke's name keep popping up. Who, who got, who got this Zeke thing going? Was it you, Twan? Is it, is it getting on you, Twan? Yo, y'all better leave Twan. I don't know why y'all messing with Twan about Zeke, man. The sooner you come to an understanding with Twan, easier you'd be able to to get it to be smooth with it. You ain't moving him off off of Zeke. Not happening. Somebody says Zeke was all world between 2016 and 19. Zaytoven. Yeah, Zeke was like that. Sure. Zeke was like that. That's all good, Shundra. Will says, shout out to Brother Law. Absolutely. Law's down there in um, Oxnard right now. He'd probably be on there for about two weeks. It's good to hear from him. He had a definite family, uh, but he's, you know, Dealing with it in his way and his family's way. So our prayers already reached out to law. Would not send him our love, uh, his, our love his way. So y'all continue to do that as well. But um, he's down there at camp. Hopefully I can get down there and we can link up. What's true? But our cornerback rate sucked for years. Who sucked for years? Danny, people think Zeke Hall of Fame. I think he was trending that way. I don't think that's an, you know, look, man, I know he ain't here. And I know we had some fun the last year or so with, with certain things about the running back position. But he was trending towards the being a Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> you know, I don't think that'll happen anymore, but there's people that will make a case for it. And I'm going to leave it at that because this will turn into an Ezekiel Elliott show. Trust me, I've been here before. Uh, later today, be back on the volume. Vash Lombardi live show. We will be discussing likely some of the things we've heard uh, yesterday at the presser and whatnot. And also, we should have some camp updates how it happened last year, given the time difference, is right about round like two. So they go on about 11. So right about about two, they're able to start two-hour time central. They're able to start 
tweeting or whatnot, like one something, two o'clock. And we'll get all these updates. Maybe we'll get some some footage. And we usually go on and we talk about what happened at camp uh, with Vach. Now, tomorrow, I have Pat on. That's the beauty of having Patrick Nosey Walker, DallasCowboys.com. Do it all. He does everything for them. Uh, each and every week, even if I'm not down there, we will have a weekly update on what's happening throughout the week. And the good thing about Pat is it's towards the end of the week. So we'll get a couple practices in and then he can kind of tell us what's going on down there with his own eyes, boots on the ground, seeing some of those little small things. Maybe they're not you're not seeing out there uh, in Twitter or, or Instagram or TikTok or whatever. So we got Pat coming in tomorrow. We'll talk about camp as well. So jam packed finishing out the week excited for it i hope you guys are as well with that said i'm gonna go ahead and press this button and get up out of here man yeah that's the one uh terrell davis he was the one that a lot of people were comparing zeke to and saying that's why i should be in the hall of fame again i think he was he was trending towards that direction uh if he Kept playing like that, I think he would have got it for sure. I do. Not anymore. Out of here. Love y'all. Peace.